Welcome to Family Features, a podcast for anyone who wants to experience healthy relationships within their family. This is Dr. Corey Gilbert, and I'm honored to come alongside you to encourage, educate, and equip you as we focus on the different relationships that make us family. Let's get started and focus on today's feature. Hey there, this is Dr. Corey Gilbert with the Healthy Marriage Inner Circle and the Warrior Marriage Podcast. And today we're going to talk about a question from one of um, my Inner Circle, um, Healthy Marriage Inner Circle members. And the question they actually had was building back my self-esteem after my husband's infidelity. This is really big uh, piece of that, another piece of that. Knowing who I am and not fearing the future, even if I am married or not, standing on my own two feet. This is difficult. This is one of those impossible places. When I talk to college students, one of the questions I ask, usually premarital counseling, is what's the worst thing that you could go through as a couple? And almost every time it's infidelity. It's an affair. Them having sex with someone else. What's interesting is in my experience in 20 years of marriage counseling, I've seen so many couples who've actually reconciled and their marriage is a hundred times better than it was before after an affair. What do we do with that? Um, because for some, what they teach and preach is, well, if there's an f- infidelity, then there should be a divorce. And I strongly disagree. I've seen the most amazing gifts, and I believe gifts from heaven, come from reconciliation and forgiveness. The dealing with the difficult stuff. And so how do we interpret that and understand that biblically is critical? And then how do we live that out? Um, does that mean that every single time there should always be reconciliation? Not necessarily. And I mean, be careful with that. I think that's the goal. I think that should be our desire, but it isn't always possible, depending, especially depending on certain people's actions and hearts. That this person is asking a really important question. How do I build up my, build back my self-esteem? Because I'm destroyed over what he did. This is one of those amazing adventures of surrender, not necessarily even to him, but to God. That you're not, who you are and who you are in Christ is not dependent on your husband or your wife. And if we're not careful, we actually put our dependence on our spouse in the way that if they're okay, I'm okay. If they're not okay, I'm not okay. And that's unhealthy. So how can I actually rebuild my self-esteem? It's diving into God's word and Bible studies and other kinds of um, support from key people that actually help me remind myself of who I am and whose I am separate from my spouse. Really, really important. And you need to have that ahead of time from the beginning is what I would want for all of us as we, those listening. But for that person right here, who's been through a husband having an affair and who's destroyed, this is a long journey, potentially long journey. And it's one where you can see Christ show up in a way that you've probably never seen him show up before. As he blesses you and reminds you who you are, reminds you who's whose you are, and help you see your value despite what's going on around you. Really, really important. The next piece of it, though, by knowing who I am and not fearing the future, even if I am not married or married or not, standing on my own two feet. Careful with making plans for kind of this, all right, I, fig- I figure this is going to end, so I figure I'm going to be on my own. But yes, there's some intelligence in having um, thought through it and talked through it. What I would want for you too is reconciliation, especially if there's a contrite, you know, a surrender of a heart and actions cease. So affairs over. Um, it's a beautiful thing. Why? Forgiveness and reconciliation are birthed in 
scripture and God's word and his ethos, and it's not from us. And so where we tend to get stuck is I'll forgive you when I feel like it versus, no, I forgive because I'm commanded to, and then my emotions catch up. So how I do this is the hard process. Um, Some, I think, forgive too quickly because they it's the idea of forgive and forget and i'm like no that's not it, not it either you forgive and then you got to work out the emotions and the anger and the really the grief process at times the anger and bargaining and depression and we're kind of going in this cycle and circle till we get to this point of peace a peace that passes all understanding why we see god work and we surrender to what he's doing in my life individually and you hope it's happening in your spouse's and your husband's life as well um, and if it is even more, you're leaning into each other and reconciling and building something great. There's a lot of great people that actually have been through some really rough, horrible things um, that they later actually point at as being the critical thing that shaped them into who they are today. It makes no sense in some way, and it makes amazing sense in God's economy of His grace and His forgiveness, and that we forgive over and over. Well, you and I can't. We can't. A lot of that's a setup for us to see that you humanly can't do this, so will you surrender to God and let him do it for you or help you or hold you as you go through this? Um, so knowing who you are is critical, who you are in Christ. Um, not fearing the future, that's a really difficult one. We love to worry. We've been taught to worry. We've been taught to stress. And if you're on Facebook at all, which you probably are, you've learned to be a mess when it comes to what's going on around us versus having faith and trust that even if things don't go your way um, in the world, God is still God, he's still on the throne, and what's what's coming is still within his purview. And so being able to trust that's really critical, even if the marriage ends, even if he leaves, even if he goes and does something worse. And so being able to be smart in that process and have the right support is critical. But may you actually desire to honor God in your actions, even if your emotions are, I'm done and I'm broken and I'm sick of this. May you may your heart be bent towards, Lord, I don't want what I want. I want to want what you want. That's a really critical place to try to, to put yourself back to over and over and over during a time of crisis and of grieving and of turmoil and of, of brokenness. And then you see something beautiful. Um, this is really, really important that you actually might actually this last piece and end up having to stand on your own two feet it might end god's still on the throne he's still lord he's still lord of your life and how can you trust him even in that it's an impossible time it's a time that you didn't sign up for when you got married and walked down the aisle and began that journey that's no one did and so being able to go i didn't want to be here just like every parent that has a child who um, is, is really struggling. They didn't. This isn't what I thought it was supposed to be like exactly. Um, this is life. This is the world. How can we make the best of that? The job you have, the people you have around you, how can you invest in them and make the best of that? And then it gets into all the layers of who we are in terms of a person. My taking care of my health, my spiritual health, my physical health, the friendships around me, my community, and all those pieces that make me the best me I can be spiritually relationally, um, kind of the whole person. And then in that process, if you have children, this impacts them. Don't deny that it doesn't and help them walk through it because they're going to have their own journey, which will be difficult and it will impact their whole entire future. And God's still on the throne and he's still Lord and able to trust him to be honest with those pieces and be able to then trust 
that he also loves you and who you are is is connected to him, not um, what your husband did um, did basically yeah did with someone else. But like, I hope this helps you think through this. If this is you, uh, if you know someone, forward this to someone and let them listen to this and think through this because this is really important for a very different future than. I'll just go be happy somewhere else. And it's just always searching for the next happiness point or thing to make me happy. And there's, I don't think you find that this side of heaven. If we're not careful, it becomes the idol that we never, ever, ever grasp. So bless you. Bless your marriage. You may grow and thrive into the most amazing thing that you're so proud of. Um, and may you actually find an incredible peace and pass on a legacy that you're proud of. Bless you. Thank you for tuning in to the Family Features Podcast. It has been an honor to serve. Find out more about Dr. Gilbert and his resources for you and your family's growth and success at HealingLives.com. And if you think you could use some support along the way, be sure to book that call at BookDrG.com. And one more thing, if you found this helpful, please share this podcast with others so that we can change the world together.